The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the second chapter. Glory to you, Lord. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields. And as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. The Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry and in need of food? He entered the house of God when Abiathar was high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which it is not lawful for any but the priest to eat. And he gave some to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for humankind and not humankind for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Again he entered the synagogue, and a man was there who had a withered hand. They watched him to see whether he would cure him on the Sabbath, so that they might accuse him. And he said to the man who had the withered hand, Come forward. Then he said to them, Is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save life or to kill? But they were silent. He looked around at them with anger. He was grieved at their hardness of heart and said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He stretched it out, and his hand was restored. The Pharisees went out and immediately conspired with the Herodians against him, how to destroy him. This is the gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Christ. Please be seated. This time I invite the young and young at heart forward for a special message. Christian community was made for 
going to tomorrow, which is Tuesday, Wednesday, and up until next Sunday. Think about the ways you see the love of Jesus. Caring for people who are sick, who are lonely, who are in need of some comfort. And look at how other people are doing the same thing to the people around us. pray with me. Gracious God, when we are afflicted, perplexed, when we see others persecuted or struck down, remind us that we are not crushed, that despair has no place here, that you have not forsaken us, and this world cannot destroy us. Help us in all things not to proclaim ourselves, but you, your Son, Jesus Christ, crucified. Help us, gracious God, to be your people and strengthen us by these gifts to see your loving kindness throughout this week. All of these things and all the things of our hearts we lift before you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Honor the Sabbath day and, and keep it holy. All right, the third commandment. I remember as a kid, my parents would talk about what Sundays were like when they were growing up. And many of you probably share the same stories. Uh, the morning began early. You got up, you got dressed, uh, you came to church. Uh, you stayed for Sunday school and for worship, and then you went home for Sunday dinner with the family. Uh, for both my mom and my dad, they would recall how their, their grandmothers, my great-grandmothers, would uh, always throw out this big spread. Fried chicken, greens, potatoes, fresh-baked bread, fresh cakes and pies, depending on the season. Every single week. And now, of course, hearing these stories, I would always get pretty excited about the food. <clears throat> but... Uh, what always shook me at that point was that this happened every single week. And when asked, you know, how did they have time to get all of this on the table after worship before it was supper time? They said, no, they did all of their work on Saturday. Chopping, peeling, baking, cooking. They just reheated it up on Sunday. And the reason was, one, for time, but two... It was considered work to prepare those meals. And so to honor the Sabbath, they did it all on Saturday. This was their way of keeping the third commandment, even in the preparation of a meal for their families. Observe the Sabbath day and keep it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. 
the efforts of the, the piety movement in the Christian church over the history has had its effect on you know, our memory of the Sabbath as well. Any form of exertion, playing outside, tending animals or livestock and the like, they were once prohibited because it was viewed as a violation of the Sabbath. In Jewish communities, even to this day, uh, some of the more orthodox ones, it, it's a violation of the Sabbath to even light a fire. And so for some to even turn on a light switch or crank up your car or turn on the stove to heat a pot of water is considered work. And it would be irreverent and frowned upon. And so then we come to today and we ask ourselves, how do we honor the Sabbath? What's the point of all these rules? And what do they have really, really, truly have to do with this commandment that God gave to the people of Israel as they wandered in the desert? Look back at that passage from Deuteronomy chapter 5, if you would. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy, as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or female servant, or your ox or your donkey or any of your livestock, or the sojourner who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Walter Brueggemann, an Old Testament scholar and prolific author, wrote a book about four years ago titled Sabbath as Resistance. That looked at a lot of these examples we've talked about and tried to explain why and how the Sabbath is still important for us today. How it resists a world that is broken. A world driven by, by what? By greed, by a search and a pursuit of power. A world that is in many ways so removed from the days of Moses and the wandering Israelites, but is also very much like the day we live in. In talking about these passages from Deuteronomy, Bergman highlighted that from this text we see the reason that God gave Israel the Sabbath day was to remind them that God had delivered them from slavery in Egypt. Remember that in Egypt, the Israelites, they were forced to work day after day, hour after hour with no respite, with no break from the hot desert sun or the backbreaking labor. In Egypt, during the later years of their bondage, the Israelites were forced to work and produce an unreasonable quota of bricks and harvests in a ridiculously impossible time frame. They were worked to the bone and to death, not for themselves, but for those who held them in captivity. In Egypt, they were slaves, caught up in this economic system that devalued them as people, that devalued them as creations of God. A system that valued the bottom dollar and the almighty dollar more than the wholeness and the goodness of another member of God's creation. We see the same thing today, don't we? People, many of you, forced to work and labor with very little appreciation or regard 
for your dignity or your well-being, caught up in a system of more, 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 a system that's driven, yes, by greed, by power, and even the remnants of slavery's oppression. But God has given Israel the Sabbath for them to remember that God has already brought them out of that slavery. God has given us this Sabbath to remind us that God is the one who provides for our every need. Brueggemann called the Sabbath the great festival of of freedom. Sabbath is the freedom from the deadlines, freedom from the systems of this world that beat us down and encourage us to seek our own self-preservation over and against the needs of our neighbor. Sabbath is about freedom from the fear of never having enough, never being enough, because the Holy Spirit has already been given to us, poured out into us with every good gift that we need. Sabbath is a reminder that we are freed and claimed as children of God. Sabbath isn't about Sunday. Sabbath is about the reordering of every day, shaping us into the people who follow God, who remember what God has done for us. Not the lies of this world. It is for this reason that Jesus said to his opponents, the Sabbath was made for humans, not humans for the Sabbath. He even demonstrated in his gospel reading today that it's not about following the rules, so to say. What's important about honoring the Sabbath is the healing and the wholeness that God has poured out into creation. What's important is that we remember and honor the God who we worship. That we look to the God who has delivered us from the slavery to sin and bondage to this world that worships violence and death. Sabbath is about continuing that work of healing, looking for it everywhere, behind every bush, under every tree, in the face of every person we encounter. That is why we gather here on a Sunday. Not to check off the list. Yes, we've kept that commandment this week. This is the day of worship. The day to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. The day where Saturday's Sabbath comes to its fulfillment. Our promise that death and sin are no more. And we don't have to live in a world that says otherwise. Because on this day, we see all the powers of the world. Greed, shame, exploitation of others. The things that keep us perplexed and afflicted and broken and beat down. We see those things come to naught because we have a risen Lord. We have a God who loves us so much that He gave Himself for us to deliver us from such a bondage. Sabbath is resistance because on this day we proclaim as a worshiping community that God has resisted the death of this world. And the very life of God has been given to and for each and every one of you. Now I get it. 
Sometimes we have to work on this time when we come together and, and worship as a Christian community. I'm, I'm working this morning. Sometimes we have to do things outside of church on Sunday mornings, be they sports practices or games, band trips or school functions, work schedules. All of those things are important. And to participate in them, we're required to choose between coming here together or being excluded from a fellowship of people outside of this particular one. And so I don't want you to hear me saying that it's either go to church or nothing. But consider this. When you take your kids to a soccer game, or you go this summer on vacation, are you worshiping God by resisting the temptations of this world, by treating those around you with dignity and compassion and respect? As you work to provide for your families as we gather for worship, do you pray for the peace of God to be poured out into this world? And are you doing a work that strives to bring the wholeness and the healing that God shows to this man in the synagogue, to the men and women that you see here in this community? And when you do get the opportunity to take that Sabbath's rest, be it on a Sunday or another day of the week, do you take the time to give thanks for all that God has done for us, in us, and through us? Take that time to give thanks to God, to remember that God has brought us out of slavery to death and sin. Take the time to give thanks for where we see God in this world. And take the time to share that with the people around you with the neighbors and the friends that you hold dear. St. Mark's stewardship team has provided us an opportunity to do that together here as a Christian community. I'm sure you also noticed on your way in those maps that are dotting the uh, back wall. They're an opportunity and an invitation to give thanks for the places in our lives where we see God at work. You'll see a little legend back there that gives you some instructions. I invite you to mark on those maps in your homes, in your schools, where you work, where you do your grocery shopping or your dry cleaning. How you have seen the love of God poured out in and through you for the sake of your neighbor. There are also some small slips of paper back there. Share those stories Witness and testify. Remember what God has done for us. And share with one another what God is doing for us here and now. As we live out these daily lives of discipleship. Take advantage of this resistance that is Sabbath. Take advantage of these opportunities to share and show the love of God with others. Take advantage of this opportunity to give thanks for the God we worship, and for all that God has done to bring us into a new life with Him in Christ Jesus. Take advantage to honor this Sabbath day, every day, and to keep it truly holy.
Amen.